What's up, Habibis? I hope all of you are feeling bonita as we head into XFL Championship Weekend. The Arlington Renegades are taking on the D.C. Defenders to see who will be crowned the champions of the XFL. We have so much to get into. Owner Dewey Johnson, The Rock, went on to the pivot to talk about his life and the XFL podcast. More XFL players got invited to NFL camps. And we give you our picks for who is going to win and be crowned the champion of the XFL in the 2023 season. And MG got a special surprise for all of us. I don't even know what it is. I'm Jonathan Risk. This is the XFL Podcast, episode number 18, presented always by Habibi Clothing, HabibiClothing.co. Use code XFLPOD at checkout for 10% off your order. But I am joined, as always, by the general of Detroit, Michigan, MG. MG, drop a bomb for you. How are you doing, sir? You look very bonita today. You know, I was going to say, it's taken me, uh, like, the whole, like, 12 weeks now to embrace this whole Bonita thing, but I am 100% Bonita. I can I'm glad you're feeling that. Bonita. Um, yes. We're yes. going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, The Rock was on The Pivot. Um, great podcast. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. This episode in particular is a great one. Channing Crowder. Ryan Clark and Fred Taylor do a phenomenal job hosting it. But MG, The Rock went on to talk about his life growing up, wrestling, of course, his time at the University of Miami. And he talked about. Which I thought was a fascinating part, by the way. Yes, I learned a lot, but he talked about the XFL a little bit as well. And one thing he said is he emphasized right after purchasing the XFL with um, his business partner, Danny Garcia, and his ex-wife, that they set up a meeting in New York with Roger Goodell of the NFL, where they talked about their intentions with the XFL, and they made it um, very clear that there was no intent to compete with the NFL, and they wanted just to expand professional football. Um, I thought it was a terrific episode. MG, what did you take away from uh, what you heard about it? Well, specifically, um, I I like the idea that he's, you know, he know he knows where he's at. He knows where he's at in his lane. He understands it. He's there to help guys that just need a little push to get in the league, and he's made. He's not trying to compete and he even said that he's no competition and he knows that he he can't do what Vince McMahon did and and try to make something completely off the wall this was him saying look we know our role we're going we are going to be essentially developmental without saying we're developmental for the XF or for the NFL um yeah and that's fine and you know they're they're they have their own season. It's there's no other football leagues really. They kind of find that found a window that works for them. So I'm perfectly fine with how he he phrased this and what he said here because I think at the end of the day, you know, if this keeps up, and we're going to talk about it in a second, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to um, getting in the league because of the XFL, you know, and just the what are what. If it's the exposure, putting film, uh, getting film out there to the um, the NFL teams, whatever it is, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think that's awesome. 
Mm. Yeah, and I'm going to call a quick audible right here, and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Okay. But um, as you said, uh, given the opportunity, um, six more XFL players are getting their opportunities to go uh, try out at NFL camps this uh, this offseason, bringing the total to 46 as at the moment of recording right now, um, 11.52 p.m. on May 10th. Uh, so we'll run down the list real quick. Devin Darrington, the running back for the Orlando Guardians, he got invited to the Washington Commanders camp. Uh, Quentin Dormaday, Quentin motherfucking Dormaday um, from the Orlando it, Guardians man. got invited. All that drama and he did it. <laughs> yeah, he's getting invited to the Buffalo Bills camp. Um, DeAndre Johnson, linebacker Houston Roughnecks, is going to Cleveland for camp. Um, Mike Rose, the linebacker for the St. Louis Battlehawks, is going to... Uh, Miami uh, for camp. Bryce Thomas, uh, the safety for the Seattle Sea Dragons, is going to Miami as well. Lakeem Williams, linebacker, St. Louis Battlehawks, is also going to the Washington Commanders. Colin Kelly, the tackle for the Seattle Sea Dragons, is got invited to the New Orleans Saints camp where get a chance to protect Derek Carr. Elamore Lamore, defensive end for the Battlehawks, got invited to the Jacksonville, or excuse me, the United Kingdom Jaguars uh, spring <laughs> camp. The Nate uh, Medors, the safety for the St. Louis Battlehawks, uh, is going to the Buffalo Bills camp. And then Jacor Pearson, My boy. wide My receiver, boy. Seattle Sea Dragons, got invited to two camps, the Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, once again, no more, no Raiders. None of my Las Vegas Raiders are inviting That's anybody. Interesting that they, dude. That feel that that's starting to feel personal, isn't it? Like there's something there. Like yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. once again, we don't have to get going into this, back to, to this bag of worms. Going back or, to the all the 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 stadium thing at the beginning of the year, like episodes. Yeah, past, and we don't like, have to get right. we don't have to get personal about it, but um, we all know that. Well, you know the world. I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you know at official risk. You can follow me; it's right down there. Um, <laughs> that uh, I I have uh, zero faith, zero love for anything that the Raiders coaching staff or front office do. I am tired of them. I'm I'm over it. Fuck Josh McDaniels. And that's all I got to say about that. But to continue on, Danny Garcia and uh, The Rock uh, both said that they will keep the XFL in a hub for the 2024 season. So uh, I know I skipped over you for these players. So do you have anything to add to these two little uh, tidbits? Yeah, um, I do. I, you know, and I, I always thought Josh Gordon would be the, make this list. Maybe he will still. Um, yeah. I don't know. I still don't know the hang up there. But Jacor Pearson, to me, I think is going to be one of those little spark plugs you can drop in. And, you know, he's going to surprise some people. He's smaller. And I think I said previously, he, he kind of reminds me of uh, a guy we have in Detroit, Amon St. Brown. I never say his, ra- his name right. But, yeah, a guy that can – you know, fit in the slot. He's he's small, so he's not gonna he's not gonna beat people on the outside much. But um, yeah, he he can be a possession type receiver for some teams and make a make a difference. I like him. I love uh, um, I love Amon St. Brown. By the way, I know I never mm-hmm. give you a lot of love to the Detroit Lions, but you don't. But 
No, we'll but you, but year. you were you were with me all NFL season, and you saw how well Amon St. Brown did for many of my parlays. Even though mm-hmm. um, picking the Lions to cover the spread or the money line would always Never fuck worked. me in the end, <laughs> but Amon St. Brown always covered whatever I picked him for in a we parlay. Should, we should just share. We should we should divert quickly and just say that. During the during the NFL season, Jonathan, I, I was like, I'm telling you, man, my team's doing good. And one day he decided, okay, I'm gonna bet all Lions. And you did. Yeah, and what happened and you that got weekend? So dude? close. You got so close. And exactly what you said. We got to the over we got to the over under or the uh the spread. Everything covered all your, but the spread. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freaking and that ridiculous. was in that was in our um in the first half of the season when we were just for whatever reason our defense couldn't um uh hold a wet paper bag back. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's also right. was the a wet epicenter. Paper bag. It's also mm-hmm. the epicenter of of where this show came from was MG and I would mm-hmm. um for those that Sunday afternoons rock, going back yeah, and forth. For those, mm-hmm. for those that live under a rock, MG and I produce uh Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um and we are the only two in that group that watch football. On a regular basis. So MG was my go-to when we would be betting NFL stuff and bullshitting about football. And that's where we were like, oh, we should talk about football on the show. But, you know, not the NFL because too many people do that. So here we are. The XFL pod was born. But um, just to wrap up, uh, last week when we recorded, the Offensive Player of the Year was not named yet. So Jordan Tayamu, the quarterback for the DC Defenders, was named Offensive Player of the Year. He had a hundred. Um, he was 143 for 229 passing, uh, 1,894 yards, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. His interceptions total was the lowest out of all XFL quarterbacks with more than 150 passing attempts, and he ranked number two in the XFL in total offense, two point or 215.2 yards per game. And MG. I know we're not in the. I know this is not horseshoes, but I got. <laughs> I have to get some type of some type of bravo for picking at least the team and position of the uh, of the offensive player of the year. I mean, I didn't pick the right player, but I was. Pretty, you didn't pick the right like, team either. You just kind of no, said this is a new team. Well, no, because De'Ara King, I said, was going to be the offensive player of the year, right? I did not expect Jordan Tiamo to have this have renaissance of a season. But, I have a surprise um, for you later, by the way. You're going to okay. like it. Well, much, much, like, uh, <laughs> much like a lot of my parlays, you know, I was right there. Just had, I, had the right, I had the right team. I had the right position. But I did not have the right guy. But with all that going on, let's get into what, what everyone's here to listen about. We're heading into XFL Championship Week, MG Geek. So let's, yes, uh, let's break it down. Let's break it down. We ain't got much other news to talk about. Let's get right into the game. Um, we will be picking, just like we did for the playoffs, uh, the spread, the money line, and the over-under. Um, if I go over the points again, we will. whoever picks the right over-under will get three points. The spread will get two points. If you pick the right money line, you will get one point. So there are uh, six total points up for grab this week with the one game. And MG, take it away. All right, so here we go. This is the championship game. This is the final one of the season. Um, Why don't you put so that graphic have, that Enrique worked so hard on? 
Oh, I'm sorry, Enrique. Totally yeah, shout out once again. Shout out Enrique for our mm-hmm. amazing graphic. Uh, Enrique's behind the scenes. He uh, he works. I on forgot all he of he the, pokes uh, you with a stick when we miss something. He does. He's just over there jabbing you in the back, going, "Hey, yeah. tell him, tell him this." Um, well, we're like we're so, like the Astro. Uh, we're like the Houston Astros, where there's just a buzzer. Um, it's actually a butt <laughs> plug, and he has a button, and he oh, just God. vibrates it. <laughs> Just whatever. So if, you me, if you see me, yeah, no. If you see me twitch, just know that Enrique's vibrating me. Oh dear! <laughs> you can leave that in. Make sure you leave that in because that's good well, shit right you there. You know, it, it's oh. just because the new. Did you see Apple's announcement, MG? Um. So the new the no, new AirPod I... Pros are coming with a with a bass feature, and the bass is gonna be a it's like a subwoofer, but it's a butt plug. So you have the AirPods in, and then you have the subwoofer in the bottom, and you're gonna get a full bass experience, and it'll be great for watching movies with your AirPods. Oh dear God, that, that's, that's not true. By the way, smart. Apple, don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, oh let's, no, let's not get a lawsuit from <laughs> okay. Apple right now. Okay, can can. Can we can we talk about this game? Because yeah, let's talk about game. it. So this is taking place at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. The million dollar uh, game. Yes, is that what they're calling it? Is that the no? But, but that's, that's what old, Vince McMahon called it the first year. Because remember, no. the winning team got a million dollars. A million dollars, right? 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 Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. I don't know that to be true. Um, that was that was so long ago, man. But anyway, Her advertised. Um, yeah, Arlington Renegades versus DC Defenders. Technically, the Defenders are the home team, um, even though they're technically playing away. Actually, they're both home teams because they're actually playing where they all live. <laughs> but um, yeah. uh, so Arlington Renegades are um, well, no, they're getting... not because the hub is in Arlington. Come on, man! Is it Arlington? I thought it was in eighteen San Antonio. episodes. Am I wrong? No, Arlington's okay. the hub, and then San Antonio is just San Antonio. Jesus, I for what I get, dude. I get those teams mixed up. I'm sorry, I'm bad. <laughs> when it comes, I do. I get uh, all Texas is one big blue. <laughs> yeah, Houston, and then everything else. <laughs> can we just can, pause real quick? Can we just can we just <laughs> laugh at the fact that um. Like if you really take a step back, this is like this is like the NFL's wet dream. This is DC and Dallas in a Super Bowl, which will never happen. Yeah. This is the this is an NFC East Championship game in the XFL. This, Arlington obviously. I didn't even think right about that. Dallas. But, but good pull, yeah. good pull, man. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so so let's finally do this. Uh, Arlington is getting six points, um, and the their money line is. Plus 196. DC Defenders, of course, is minus six and minus 240 on the money line. And uh, the over under for this game is 48. It went up a little from the last time these two teams played. Uh, and the, the spread was a lot larger. I think it was eight and a half was the spread last time. So I think the addition of Luis Perez actually um, having a pulse here um i think has helped so i'm that's right i gotta pick first um yeah so yes. i'm gonna go i'm a man i'm gonna say dc's not in dc i'm gonna say arlington um covers this 
I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover it. Um, and then I will go, and then, and then I'll go the money line. I will go with the defenders. So I'm going to say it's going to be a close game, like a three or four point game, depending on what the extra points are. Uh, and then I will take these defenses are stout. Both of them are pretty good. I'm going to go the under. You're going to go the under. Yeah. I'm all over the place, aren't I? Um, no, you're, I think you're playing, playing the points, right? I definitely <laughs> think you're playing the points, right? Um, I'm going to go. I don't want to go exactly the same as you, so I'm trying to figure out where to make some changes. <laughs> but I feel like that means I, feel I like did you're a, on a that good means track. I did a decent job. <laughs> yeah, which is which is upsetting to me. Um, <laughs> upsetting and surprising at the same time. There's only one that like I'm really on the fence with with yours. Um, I my heart <laughs> says it's gonna be under. But, like, we could be surprised. So, I'm just going to go, fuck it. I'm going to go over 48. Okay. Just because I'm looking at what they did April 16th when they played uh, each other last. It was a 28-26 game. So, it went over last time. So, I'm going to pick the over from last time. Um, I am going to go with you with Arlington with the spread because Arlington covered their spread last time they played. Um. Six points, neutral site, so you're not getting the three points. Arlington scares me because I don't know where the fuck last week came from. Like, <laughs> they, like they, this, yeah, this they was, found something, man. They really did. Yeah, a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be interested to see if he gets a camp invite. I hope Jordan. Just back to camp invites. I hope Jordan Tayamu gets a camp invite. Like he was in the XFL will. 2020. Yeah, he was in the XFL this year. Like. Give that man a camp invite. Fucking send him especially, to Vegas. I'll take it. Especially him. if they win. Especially if they win. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he gets. He's gonna get a lot of. He's gonna get a lot of airtime Saturday night, dude. So yeah. I would more power love. I would love Jordan Tayamu to be the QB two in Vegas because after two weeks he will be QB one. I fucking hate Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I hate the Raiders. I can't fuck. <sighs> Okay. All right. Uh, blood pressure medicine, my friend. Blood pressure medicine. Okay. Um, all, right. all right. With all that so, being said, I haven't picked the money line. Um, so I'm going over 48. Arlington to cover the six points. And I'm picking DC uh, for the money line. Personally, I honestly think there's a chance DC blows them out and Arlington doesn't cover the spread. But I feel like if right. DC blows them out and Arlington doesn't cover the spread, then it will be hit the under. And I don't know. I just picking the under scares me more than picking uh, Arlington not to cover the spread, which is why I'm doing that. So in a full review, um, I'm go or MG is going Arlington to cover the six points, DC money line, and he's picking the under on 48. I'm going Arlington to cover the spread, DC money line, uh, but I am picking the over at 48. So the three points that over under is where we differ which will make or break the week for us. And that is our picks for the championship game. MG, there is a blank section in the notes, and it just says Uh, MG Geeks prop bet extravaganza, 
and I don't know what the fuck it means. So please let us and the let me and the people know what you have up your sleeve, sir. All right. So so this is based on if you guys follow the NFL and you follow the Super Bowl championship game, there is an absurd amount of prop bets that come out. Like yes, like you could bet on the coin toss. What? Yeah, like what? What color is the panties of the uh, sideline reporter? I don't know. <laughs> just stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just came up with that one. That was very weird. Uh, but anyway, so I came up with a few. Um, this is not official. This is not based on anything official because a lot of it's just some of it's game related. Some of it's uh, stuff that might happen around the game. Um, but I came up with some and Jonathan and I are going to go through and uh, – you know what? Uh, give our no, um, MG. Yeah. Let's let's since I see what you're doing now, let's up the ante, right? Okay. Let's up the ante. Let's get the people involved, right? So here here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we we make a graphic of this. All so and Enrique, put a note in. You gotta make a graphic of this. <laughs> let's make a graphic of this. Let's put it out to the people, right? Whoever tweets us using hashtag XFL pod prop bet extravaganza on Twitter. Um, submit your picks for the prop bets. You pick along with us. Um, whoever wins, um, the first person we see will randomize it. They will get a free Habibi clothing t-shirt sent to them from the XFL pod. Nice. Um, yes. And, um, I'll throw in I'll throw in a one of one XFL pod t-shirt as well. So uh, championship weekend, MG, we are doing the prop bet extravaganza. Once again, hashtag XFL pod prop bet extravaganza to submit your pickings and a chance to win a Habibi clothing uh, t-shirt and XFL pod t-shirt courtesy of the XFL pod. So MG. With all that on the line, let's yes, get into it. All right, so here we go. So we're going to – there's a few questions here, and I'm just going to run through. Um, and just – and I'll just ask you, and we both can go through it. Um, first half points, total points, both teams over or under 19 and a half. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, you go first in these. This is a little different. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the under. Okay, uh, and I am, I am going over, just because I have a feeling okay. one of these teams is going to catch fire early. Um, um, and then okay, so next question or next one: Jordan Tiamo passing yards over and under two twenty total, entire game. Mm. I'm gonna go under again. I'm gonna go mm. under because he had um, mm. he had less than 200 yards passing against them in the in the last time they faced off, and um, I think De'Ara King might get a little bit more shine in this game as well, uh, mm-hmm. just to throw a little wrinkle in it to distract the Arlington Renegades defense. If I was scheming it up. Okay. All right. Um, 
I am actually going to go over on this. Uh, I think he's catching fire at the right time. I think they're going to open up the offense a little bit. And um, I don't think it's going to be much over that, but it's going to be in that 200, 200 somewhere okay. passing yard. So I'm going to say over. Uh, all right. Luis Perez pass. Same question, different quarter, other quarterback. Luis Perez passing uh, over under uh, 170 yards total. I'm gonna go the over. Um, okay. I don't know why. Um, but once again, the Arlington Renegades just confused the fuck out of me. And I will throw this stat out there: last time these teams played, uh, Lewis Pred had uh, 335 yards. So uh, that's almost double what this over under you picked was. So I'm gonna go over. Uh, you okay. Know, just with all of that Fair. accounted for. I mean. I- I, I I was a little generous here, like I kept it modest. But um, if they're going to stay in this game, he's going to have to hit the over. So I'm going to say over on that one. Okay. Um, and then so total interceptions. This is for both teams. This is the full game over under. You're writing all this down, right? I'm trying to. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Total interceptions over under three and a half is the next one since I interrupted you. Um, I'm going to also pick the under. Um, that that half is what scares me on that. I could see yeah. two. I could see three interceptions, four interceptions. You're talking about, you know, Jordan Te'amu, who's had the least amount of interceptions, yeah. thrown at least uh, so one. We're not, yeah, we're not, playing the, one. Uh, we're not playing the Sea Dragons versus the Guardians here. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm a, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under on interceptions. What say you? Uh, I am going to say under as well on that one. Um, all right, and this is the this is the Habibi uh, special of the of the whole thing. Uh, Derek King combined total touchdowns over under one and a half, so he can throw a touchdown or run for one. That's what that says. now. Extra extra mm. points are excluded, correct? Yeah, this is TDs specifically TDs. Okay, um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I can see. I can see him having two rushing touchdowns down in the down in the red zone. So, De'Ara King over one and a half touchdowns total. I'm gonna say. Under only because I think Tiamo is going to kind of control this game, but that's just me. Okay. Okay. All right. And because Arlington is such a good defensive team and that's where they got this, uh, Arlington total sacks over under two and a half. I'm going to go. <laughs> it's harder with sacks when you have a mobile quarterback because there's more opportunities. Uh, right. And but, and that 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 line is pretty stout. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the under just because they had zero sacks on them last time. So I'm going to put my faith in the DC defenders' offensive line. And yeah, I think I think under. Okay, and I am gonna go opposite of you again on this. I'm gonna go over. Like I said, I think okay. that defense. Has something to 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 uh, to give. Um, all right. So and then and then there's some yes no ones in here. These are 
these are 50-50. Do we see a fourth and 25 play? Yes or no? Fourth and 25 play leads to... Means it's going to be a fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. I will say yes. Um, Okay. All right. Even though that goes against what I picked um, in the previous segment, just for some reason, like... There's a part of me that says Arlington has no fucking shot, right? Yeah, but then they're, they're going to lay it me, all out on the line. Both teams are laying yeah, it then, all on the line. So Then there's the other part of me that's like, what the fuck? I thought Arlington had no chance last week. Or the week before, excuse me, during the, mm-hmm. the uh, playoffs. So I'm just going to go yes. And the game, I, I don't fucking know. The game could be close. It could be a blowout. I hope for just entertainment value. It's a close game. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna say yes. I am gonna say yes too, because I think I don't. No matter what teams I had, that other team is gonna try, and I'm gonna say yeah. This is this. I think it's gonna be competitive, so I'm gonna say yes as well. Um, just because, and, and hey, it makes it it makes it better. And then, uh, and then, okay, so DC defenders total sacks over under three and a half. I'm going to go under again. Mm. I'm going to go under. I don't know why, this but one, for yeah, some this reason. One, yeah, this is weird. This one. Oh, man. I love how you said it's weird when you picked it. <laughs> I know. I, I picked it, but then I'm like, I, I, I know why I did it. I, I, tr- I, I figured that DC has a little bit better, um, it, or, you know, played better defense at times, but. Arlington's good too. I'm gonna say under. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that I now that I've kind of rattled it through my brain. All right. And then um okay, so then total extra points combined. So all the all the extra points um scored. So add it up. And the number I came up with it over under is fifteen and a half. Mm. It's basically based on the uh, the over under for the game per touchdown, um, and then kind of just figured in how many points they might get. So, so fifteen and a half. Uh, it's gonna be like fourteen or sixteen, which is gonna be really fucked up for one of us or <laughs> both of us. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over. I'll do the over. I think I think I'll lean towards okay. more sixteen than I would fourteen or fifteen. Maybe someone will get on the Seattle Sea Dragon kick and start going for threes and get them. <laughs> well, if if Arlington gets down happen. early, they might have to. Very well. Very. You know what? Uh, good call. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do the under though. After having said okay. all that. Okay. And now we get to a couple fun ones here. Um, I don't know her last name, but the stormy girl that does it's a the, hard one to does, say. Anyways, it's like board of it, Toomey or something. <laughs> yeah, the the girl that does the odds for ESPN, she's on Odds Patrol or on Betting Control. How many updates does she give throughout the game on live bets? Uh, I have the over under being three and a half. <laughs> no, no apparent reason. Other than there's four quarters and they could do one a quarter just for fun. 
<laughs> yeah, that was what I was thinking. I was like, they could do one a quarter, but is that too much? I'm going to go under. For some reason, okay. I, they're going to give one at the be. I don't know if they give one at the beginning, right? That that Like, I think they wait till second quarter, then maybe after half, and then fourth quarter. So I can see three. So I'll go okay. under. I'm gonna do over because I have a feeling if they if this gets close in the in last quarter they'll be they'll be throwing back to her a lot for different things, um, just you know just I have no idea it, it was totally a random, and last a couple of fun ones here, um, will there be a beer snake appearance? Yes or no? No. I think no. Okay. Um. One because I don't know we don't I haven't know heard anything. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about like restrictions in the stadium or anything like that. Yeah, or how many people from DC are traveling for this? But yeah, so, so I I will say my... that I kind of have a unfair advantage with this one because I've been in the Alamo Dome for a football game. Um, as crazy as that fucking sentence that just came <laughs> out of my mouth was, um, I when I was down there, um. When I was stationed out in San Antonio for the military, I went to a UTSA uh, college game. Uh, So I've been there, and I know how big the fucking stadium is, and (laughs) I just don't think a beer snake is feasible in that stadium. I also don't know what their beer sales are like. And then lastly... uh, So there's a lot of variables is what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the uh, the stadium is the stadium's too big, so may, maybe we see like a beer caterpillar, <laughs> <laughs> like a beer tadpole. I don't know if we get That's to a full perfect. snake, you know? Yeah. Okay, so 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 what you're saying is is it's got to be a certain length. <laughs> I didn't take that into consideration. <laughs> Well, because like it's definitely not it's getting up to like, the top section, right? No, no, it's not no. doing that. It'd be a, it would definitely be a modified beer snake if it happens. So um, here, I guess no. here's how we qualify it, right? Let's qualify mm-hmm. it as this, since since we do have um, <laughs> something on the line for our listeners that are playing along, um, we'll we'll modify it to if the uh, television broadcast acknowledges a beer snake. That will qualify as a beer snake. So, like, even if you see one, like, with, like, a couple rows Six forming. <laughs> yeah, like, it has to, the mm. camera has to pan to it, and it has to mm. be acknowledged as a beer snake, and we will count that as a beer snake. Okay, okay, fair enough, even though that may not be it. I, so you're saying no, and I am going to say yes, just to be different. Okay. And the last one, I... I think this one's pretty obvious. Uh, this one should be the rock appears in the announce booth during the game. Yes or no. I'm going to surprise you and say no. Okay. I th- okay. I figured you would say yes for sure. Mm. Just, uh, just, I know he's going to be of, involved. I know he's going to yes. be involved. I don't know where he's going to be. Right. Mm. But just because of what we've seen from uh, Danny and uh, Dwayne, throughout the season is they 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 pick their moments, right? They come before the game, they come after the game, but you never really see them inject themselves in the middle of a game. They normally let the let the thing happen. And based on where they would be at the start of the game and the end of the game, where I think 
the opportunities for them to be up in the booth would be. Um, you know, they're going to be on the field handing the trophy. Uh, and they're probably going to be on the field at the beginning of the game doing something, at least a sideline interview. And I don't okay. think they were in the booth at all during the opening weekend. So I would assume I thought that they were. I thought I thought the Rock did. I can't. Remember. I could have swore he was. I could be wrong. Several though. weeks ago, mm. so I don't remember. But I'm gonna say no. Okay, I'm gonna say yes. Just again to be different. Okay. So again, um, I I wrote these down kind of hastily. So hopefully I I'm, I okay, gotta well, go type. It's 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 a code for sure. I will. Yeah. I'm gonna actually put him in our up. little. I'll, I'll put them in our little notes here, so we'll we'll have we'll have track of them. Um, we can always go back and listen to the episode and find them. Um, so, but yeah, that's our that in concludes our um, prop bet extravaganza um, for the championship game. Um, yes, and once again, if you would like to to win a Habibi clothing T-shirt and an XFL Pod T-shirt, you could play along. Using the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag XFL Pod Prop Bet Extravaganza. Submit what you would, what you think for all these options, and whoever has the closest to being right, it's going to be one hell of a night for Enrique trying to figure that out. <laughs> but we will, uh, we will work as a team, Math all Enrique. three of us. We sent and, you to school, uh, Enrique. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will figure it out, and we will get that information out to you but with that being said mg we are here we are made it to championship weekend the championship game so i figured before we wrap up the episode do you have any the season's nearly completed we're heading into championship game do you have any final thoughts before we head into crowning a champion of the xfl um, I'm just, you know what? I'm glad they had a good season, man. They're, you know, I think they did better than they ever could have thought ever. We could have thought, I think they thought they could do well. I think the public, um, and it's still a hard sell in markets like mine where there's no team and, you know, there's going to be, again, they're going to do the thing where they're in the, um, hub city again next year. So it's going to be a work in progress. Uh, but I think, you know, what's going to really tell it for me is how many of these players uh, make waves on an NFL team. If, if more than one, a couple of them make waves and they're talking about them in the playoffs uh, on an NFL team and they they, they started the um, XFL, that's good business. I remember, now I'm much older than you, I remember back in the day when um, much, a much. certain, um, yeah, yeah, a, a, a bit, a bit. A certain um, Hall of Fame quarterback uh, from St. Louis, and why is his name escaping me right now? Um, Maddox? N- no, no, not Maddox. Uh, no, I'm talking the X- NFL. Um, n- uh, um, Kurt Warner? Thank you. Jesus, why did that just – wow, that just went away. Kurt Warner um, played is for the Iowa Barnstormers in the um, Arena League, and then yep. he gets he goes into the uh, NFL, and all of a sudden people are talking about the arena league. So I would love for something like that to happen. So um, you know, it it 
could be a thing. I'm I'm looking forward to next season. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, this weekend and watch this game. And we'll be tweeting it out. We'll be like communicating pretty thoroughly on it throughout the game. Yeah, That's follow all I got, us buddy. at XFL Pod. Um, we will be live tweeting the entire game. Um, and we will be back next week to break down the championship game and kind of give a wrap-up to the season the following week after that. But until then, it's time to crown an XFL champion. Who will it be? Champ. Will it be the D.C. Defenders? Will it be the Arlington Renegades? The city of Arlington, Dallas, haven't won a Super Bowl since the 90s. <laughs> and the nation's capital haven't won a football championship game in about the same time. So either way, there's two fan bases that could be very happy about football for the first time in a long time, and we will be here to cover it all on the XFL podcast. Follow us at XFL pod. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Send this video to somebody. Send it to your mom. She'll like it. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, hit that subscribe button. You could join in on the conversation. Drop a comment below. Or if you're on Spotify, scroll up. You could drop a comment down there. We will react to it next week. Once again, hashtag XFL pod. Prop bet extravaganza to earn your shot and win in some Habibi and some XFL pod merch. I am Jonathan Risk. You follow me at Official Risk. That is MG Geek. You follow him at the number two fight forever. Until next time, y'all. Feel very bonita. Peace. Later.